Ghosts can be found on continents, but alas, experience tells me that if I'm not surrounded by an ocean, my life crumbles like a stale cookie. It's true. Take my most recent sojourn in North America. I'd protected my well-being by living on a peninsula, surrounded by water on three sides. I'd navigated the perils of the modern world, and whenever events or situations threatened to leave my eyes agog and my head a-splitting, I retreated to a rented sailboat, where, secure in a finite space, surrounded by the infinite blue of the ocean, I navigated pitching waves and morning fog with an aplomb that failed me on dry land. On water, I was free and sure. On land, I felt like a lost fish. But then, chasing a job, I moved deeper into the continent, distant from familiar waters and sandy dunes. And there, I fell. Into the bottle, to be precise. This wasn't entirely unexpected. In retrospect, it was probably a foregone conclusion. I'd always had a temperamental shut-off valve. Open-minded to the mind-altering, I'd long ago learned to be wary of the seductive offerings of both the street and the pharmacy. I'd known that drugs could be a problem, and that it was best to dispense with the experimentation early on. I pretty much maxed out on magic mushrooms. Instead, I'd settled into the steady companionship of pint glasses and decanters. Like everyone. It was normal, no? A few beers at the bar. Wine with dinner. It was all good. In fact, hard liquor was a no-no in my world, until eventually it wasn't, and there was that unknown moment when the proverbial invisible line was crossed, when everything started to tumble with a terrifying ferocity, and despite untold as God is my witness, promises to get this under control, to show some restraint, I couldn't. I couldn't stop. Not until my wife, bless her, deposited me at rehab, where, sedated with librium, I learned that lucky-ducky that I was, I had a fatal brain disease, and should I ever pick up a drink again, I might as well put five bullets in a six-shooter and shove it down my pie-hole. So this was bad." and it happened on a continent. In my mind, the case was closed. Now, hold on right there, someone might say. Do you mean to suggest that there was a link between the pint of vodka you kept tucked in your sock during the last month of your drinking and the fact that you inhabited a continent? Yes, I do. And furthermore, having noted the correlation between large land masses and big problems in my own personal life— the larger, the bigger, I gave thanks every day that I didn't inhabit Asia, where I undoubtedly would have ended up a crackhead in Pyongyang. It's important to think positively, I figure. It could be worse. Aware now that my well-being depended on my proximity to an ocean, I made a point not to travel deeper into the country, lest I get run over by a hog-feed truck in Iowa or catch Ebola in Omaha. You can't be too careful." It has, of course, invariably been pointed out to me that my reasoning is a trifle thin and specious, hello, Father Mark, and that perhaps I ought to dig deep and conduct a searching and fearless moral inventory. Well, I did do that. Beyond the dismal lack of presence at the end there, when the drink became the end-all be-all of my day, unforgivable, all things considered, I discovered that, in all likelihood, I am not as evil as Simon Cowell, but not nearly so good as Oprah Winfrey, which probably makes me average, morally speaking. Reading the scientific literature on the neurobiology of addiction as I did with the fervency of a medical student, I discovered that deep in my noggin 
I simply had an amygdala that hummed a little differently than most. Addiction is a brain disease. You either have it or you don't. It can gestate for years, but once it awakens, it will kick your butt thoroughly and mercilessly. And so it did with me. That it did so on a continent, however, I felt was not entirely coincidental. The reason I'm not entirely in jest about this last point is that, rose-tinted glasses or not, I am able to do a little compare and contrast. Some years earlier I lived on the sun-dappled atolls of Micronesia and the high islands of Melanesia. Like most good things, my time in the South Pacific was accidental. I certainly didn't know anything about the region. Can anyone name the leaders of Niue, Tuvalu, or Vanuatu? Does anyone even know where these places are? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? I too had not an inkling. I found myself on the far side of the world because one evening, during grad school, I'd gone to a...